Merry Christmas from Aces or Friends, Belschnickel. Welcome to the Cerna Centric Podcast 12 Days of Christmas Extravaganza. I'm AC. And I'm Veronica. Happy New Year, friends. Happy New Year. If it's been a few days, because it's a new year now, so it's been a few days. We said we were going to do 12 days, and we are. We are going to do uh, something semi Christmassy. Maybe not. We're just going to put out some podcasts, is what we're going to try to do, all right? We're trying to get the content out. I'm AC. You already said that. Well, you didn't say anything. Yeah, I said I'm Veronica. Well, it's been a couple of days. You can tell I'm kind of rusty, friends. <laughs> My bad. It's all right. So the new year brings all kinds of great things. Well, it, does, it brings questions. Where have we been? Veronica, where have we been? Um, We have just been so busy. Veronica threw a party here, a game night, which she invited me to. Oh, God. It was nice. I liked it. So we had to put the stuff away. And then, you know, sometimes you put things away and everything kind of just went by the wayside a little bit. Mm. And so we had that going on. And it was New Year, right? And then just things happen. It's only January 2nd. It's the 2nd. It, just, it feels like it's, we're in March or something. I don't know. But uh, usually that's how it happens. We don't do a podcast and then uh, 12 months go by and then we do another season. So <laughs> this is season three. Um, yeah. All right. So New Year's. New Year. It's the New Year. Right. I asked if you had any resolutions. I do. I have a New Year's resolution. <laughs> yeah, you do, and you're failing dramatically. I am it. so far. It's okay, though. Yeah. Well, I guess I have two. Okay. One is to get back on a high-carb... Nope. <laughs> to get back on a... I'm already on a high-carb diet. All-carb diet, pretty much. We're going to lose some weight again. Okay. That's definitely going to happen. All right? And by uh-huh. we, I mean me. You're welcome uh-huh. to join or not. Okay. But I'm going to. I'm looking at... We have this uh, one of those Google Home Hubs. Right, it's like uh, the Google speaker with the with the screen on it, and we have it linked to the account that has um, well my account that has our, our our wedding pictures on it, and uh, I'm looking at myself. I'm like, yo, I was way thinner back then. So we're gonna get back to wedding weight plus whatever. We're gonna try to get to the other side of whatever the wedding weight was. Mm-hmm. And number two, I'm gonna do the opposite of what most people try to do this time. I would like to be more social media relevant. <laughs> I'm going to increase my social media impact. I'm going to be more social media. Are you going to create a TikTok? No, I don't need to do all that. I think I just need to post more. On, okay. I, I have a Snapchat, but I don't really use the Snapchat. Okay. Probably going to be more, more active on Instagram. I've only had nine pictures uh-huh. pretty much since, You've opened. since I opened the thing. <laughs> okay. And I don't know if I'll do posts. I don't know if posts are a thing. Isn't it cooler just to do stories? I feel like stories are stories cooler. Stories are a thing, yeah. I think. I think stories are cooler. So to do more stories. Where does this come like from? Like back in the day when I had Chester. Remember the squirrel at the Del Taco? Uh-huh. I mean, those are fun things that I used to do. and just like go out there and live my life and enjoy. And you then know? you just stopped. Yeah, I can't really discuss why. <laughs> I don't want to discuss why right now. If you want to know why AC stopped posting on social media, message me and I will tell yeah, you. you can, yeah, that's fine. Uh, that's fine. You can you can reach out to her. <laughs> I just, um, I just, I, he just know. stopped. Cold turkey. Just, yeah, man. I just stopped. Ask me why. I'll tell you. Okay. It's really not that. It is. No, it is. Salacious. Oh, it's not salacious. It's, you know, 
shameful, I think. <laughs> I don't think so. You see, I wonder what they would think about this. That's fine. I don't care. You guys think whatever you want. But I'm going to be more active on social media on my own personal Instagram page. Okay, here's That's the question. That's going to be my thing. Okay. The reasons for you not or po- for you not posting anymore. Uh-huh. Do those reasons still exist? Or you, and you just don't care? Or are you just I think it's just time. It's just time. It's for been you like 3 home. years. Or something like that, since I've been like really active on social I think media. It's been about two years. Two years? Yeah. Whatever it is. <clears throat> Whatever the time period is, it's been uh-huh. too long okay. to uh to not. And I wasn't really all that active beforehand. It would be you like in were... spurts. It'd be no, no like you'd be spurts. super active. You I were would... like a storyer before stories were a thing. No. Yeah, you were have always been a thing. I'm not a I'm not a trendsetter okay stories were always a thing okay um but uh, yeah so i think that'd be fun to do and i may fail miserably like i already have or day two and i've posted zero things uh-huh. i do some social media for my youth ministries page mm, you know i do i don't know if reposting reposting is definitely i don't a know thing. if reposting is necessarily it content it counts no it doesn't count as content reposting is just reposting but it's posting. No. I don't think reposting Sorry, counts. Are as eating content. refried beans the same thing as eating beans? It's not the same. Thank you very no. much. Most reposting people reposting other people's content is not the same thing. Most people prefer refried refried beans. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Create your own pinto beans. I'm sorry. So you don't uh you don't repost things ever? Sometimes. Yeah. But I don't call that content. Well, it's somebody's content. Exactly. It's on a blank page. It's not. We're going to do baby steps here, okay? So okay. those are my some of my New Year's resolutions. Okay. New Year resolutions? New Year's resolutions. Okay. What are yours? Do you have any? Oh, I don't really have any. Way to go. <laughs> I'm not really. Thanks for tuning Actually, in. Guys. No, okay. So a while back in adoration, <clears throat> I... You're going to get a holy on me? Mine's social media, yours no, is what? Well, mine was, okay, so I just, you know, when you get promptings, like, or whatever, like, you know, of a particular thing, and it just keeps Aww. coming out and coming out and coming out. And for me, it was the year of, or like, being graceful. I'm not very graceful at all in any way, but also to be grace-filled. You're going to have to explain some more. What would that look like? Do you know? Graceful? I think, like, I'm usually, like, stomping around. Well, no, I understand not being graceful. I got it. Uh, I see it firsthand. Yeah. You're beautiful and all that good stuff. (laughs) But that is what I would like to work on. But you do stomp around a lot. You're just like. Right. To be a little bit more graceful. You take it easy. Uh But also grace-filled. Yes. I got, I understand. What do you mean by grace-filled? Do you find yourself graceless? No, I don't find myself disgraced. No, I don't find myself disgraced, but full of grace. Like, what does that mean? Guess you know? we're gonna find out, huh? Yeah, that's what I want to to be more of. I want to be full of more grace. And uh, yeah, that's what I'm. That's well, what what's I'm, the plan, though? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, that's, you I mean so that's confused. a real question. Because okay, <laughs> hold on, I'm gonna pull confused. it up. I'm gonna pull okay. it up. Oh, what is it? Goal setting. You need a plan, right? Yeah. So what's the what's the plan? Because I know. Oh, what is it? It's oh yeah. It's the smart method, right? 
It has to be a specific thing, uh-huh. a measurable thing, something that's achievable, realistic, and timely. Right? Okay. So it has to be a specific thing. So being uh-huh. grace-filled, is that specific enough? Number one. Number two, how do you measure something like that? Right? Number mm-hmm. three, is this even achievable? I'd say yes. you could be more graceful, but I don't know if you can ever be grace-filled. Uh-huh. Because only one person, two, a couple people have been grace-filled. Uh-huh. Right? But, but you can... Realistic? I mean, I'd say this is... This is the ultimate goal for all of us, so hopefully uh-huh. it is realistic, right? And then timely. Is the time period a year? Yes. So you got a few of the five. Uh-huh. So, um, <laughs> I, think, I think that graceful, like, it just is a lot of actions that I take, especially, like, in the morning. I think that I'm a monster in the morning. No comment. Like, <laughs> I wake up and I'm just ravenous and just, like... Uh, I go to the restroom and I'm like, I used to suffer from morning rage a lot. You used to? I don't really. I'm I'm much better now. I still have the scars. But (laughs) I think that just starting my mornings off so that they aren't as harsh. But um, yeah, my mornings are pretty harsh. And so something that can make me more graceful is probably a little bit more prep work for me in the evenings to be able to wake up to be a little bit more graceful in the morning and start my days off that way. Um, and also um, just to being aware of my surroundings and doing my best to be aware of my surroundings. It take, it's going to take a lot of work, a lot of hard work and effort, and that I am willing to do to see. It's wonderful. To become, you know. That's wonderful. A graceful person. Maybe as we talk about New Year's resolutions, Mm -hmm. maybe we should go back on that method real quick and maybe some things to avoid Uh so that maybe, I don't know if you're New Year's resolution people. I never really was because I never really... But I'm not, it's not like a resolution. It's just something that I've been wanting to work on and it's timely and it's just where it's at. Right, and then now you're here and that's good. Yeah. I mean, that's that's good. All Mm -hmm. right, so let's go over the method just for people who aren't resolution people uh-huh. and maybe you want to become one because you know i don't really i mean obviously this is a good time to do it because it's the beginning of a new year but right. you can do this whenever right anytime you have a goal uh-huh. so again when you set goals it's important to do the the smart method or this is a method of doing it that's kind of a nice way to do it so again it's a specific goal okay like to say i want to be holier mm-hmm. i guess it's kind of specific but it's also very broad because you can be holy in many different ways or in 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 that looks like a lot of different things so maybe holier as it comes to you know maybe a certain situation maybe maybe instead of saying holy it's kind of broad maybe i want to be more patient or i want to be more you know filled with grace or i want to be more i don't know if holier is so broad i want well, to holiness be holier, is kind of an all-encompassing but okay, thing but for holier, life like okay if someone is like i want to be holier i would ask that question well what is making you unholy right now okay and then those things, working on whatever that is, that yes. is probably the specifics. Because I think that we all have things that make us unholy. And so if someone is like, I want to be holier, that would be a recognition be, of self and understanding be that there are things that are making them unholy. Well, because, what is making you unholy? Because you can be specific. Like I can name you five things that are that are making me unholy, let's say. Uh-huh. Right. Does it mean I can work on all five at the same time? Or is it makes more sense to settle on one or maybe find the root cause of all five? Well, I don't. What do you mean? Like if know. someone is like, I want to be more holier or I want to be holier. And they're like, what is it? First, work on your grammar. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I want to be more holier. <laughs> I want to be holier. And while I say, well, what is making you unholy? Well, I don't go to mass. I don't pray. And I, you know, um, you know, cheating on my girlfriend. Okay. Well, going to mass and praying are things that you should work on simultaneously. Like you shouldn't, you know, you should be going to mass and praying at mass every Sunday and then cheating on your girlfriend. Well, maybe you need to break up with your girlfriend. Like, break up with your girlfriend. <laughs> no, like, Cause you want to be holy. Exactly. Sometimes it's what it takes. Right, hold know? on. So these are six. I'm looking at Google as you talk and then we're having the conversation. It says six goal setting failures. All right. Let's see if you agree with any of these. Okay. Number one, setting goals that are too far out. Like what? I don't know. I'm just reading from the list. All right. We can maybe we can talk about it as we set. Right. Number two, setting goals that are too conservative. So setting goals that you know you can reach just to say you can. <laughs> I want to. It's like, I'd like to get up tomorrow morning. For some of us, that won't be a reality. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> For most of us, it will be. Okay. Too conservative. All right. Don't set the goal that are that low. All right. Number two or number three. Setting goals that are too outlandish. I want to live to be 200 years old. Mm-hmm. First of all, maybe, uh, but probably not. I really doubt it. Number four, setting goals that are disruptive. Well, so let's say that one of my goals mm, is to... I feel like the goal to be holier is disruptive. Right. I think maybe the, the, the thing is if this sets my house on fire... Like, not literally, but figuratively. Not the holy part. I'm just saying just goals in general. Well, I that and I feel like those are the hard goals. The things that set your house on fire. The things that make things that disrupt your routine, that disrupt your way of living, that your way of life, that sort of thing. I understand what you're saying. Uh-huh. I think most in most cases, to be holier to be a better person you have to do things that are difficult okay i got what you're saying Uh but i think also without maybe we're talking about two different kinds like spiritual holy goals are different from regular goals maybe okay so you have to look at a different set of criteria okay well what does that mean by disruptive then like i think it means like for um, someone who's like i want to not you know get a right to work to work let's 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 say this right let's Uh say let's say for some reason i wanted to become a professional video game player okay but for that to happen i have to quit my job well that's and then uh so you then have to pick up the slack Uh uh-huh and that makes you resentful because i've you know put -hmm. all my eggs in a stupid basket that disrupting our work our our income it's going to put strain on our relationship because i'm going to need to work 15 hours a day on becoming the best video game player of all time Okay. You think that goal is stupid. So that's uh-huh. causing disruption here. I think right. this is maybe right. a stupid example. All right, number five, setting unmeasurable goals. Right? I want to be a better person. It's so not specific. And how do you measure goodness? You know, maybe there are ways. But is doing things to be measured a good goal? I want to be a better person. I always wonder what people mean when they say that. Right. Always, always, what does good mean? You know, be a better person. What does better mean? I don't know. You know, (laughs) setting goals that only revolve around winning. I'm always winning. Okay. I watch Remember the Titans again. Oh my gosh. Okay, guys. (laughs) 
It's like she's was unaware of the movie Remember the Titans. And I you think watched, I watched it the other it night. one time like as a ninth grader. In 24 hours, we watched this movie four times. I just want to be Coach Boone. I don't even know what that means. And That's, I want him to be my... I want him to coach me. See, that is an unrealistic goal. <laughs> okay. Because one, you don't know anything about football. Number two, you're not an African-American man. <laughs> Three... We're not in the 70s. I just want Number him, four. I just want Coach Boone to be my life coach. But he wasn't... I mean, it seems like he was a fine coach. He was an excellent coach. What are you talking about? You see, this is the thing. But he had, is he had a you're team a PD, of people. You're a PD. Who's PD? You watched the movie four times with me. I was only paying half you're attention. PD. Which one's PD? I'm oh, a the Bertier. guy who took off his, his helmet? He's like, forget it. Yes. <laughs> Yes, you're a PD. I'm a Bertier, and that's how this works. You need Bertier. Bertier, okay. He's dead. Right. PD's <clears throat> still alive. Okay. So maybe we're not going on <laughs> naysaying PD or whatever his you're, name. He's still kicking. You couldn't. You wouldn't be able to handle a coach like Coach Boone. But he came back and won the game in the end. Okay, but you wouldn't be. Thank you. You wouldn't be able to handle. A coach like Coach Boone. You would need the other coach, the white coach. What's so in his case you, uh, I don't remember. You watched the movie four times, also. Yeah, I don't remember. Just coach. Coach Sloan. Yost. Yost. What did I say? Sloan. Sloan. I'm a coach. Yost kind of. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm a player's coach. I'm a coach. Boone. You know, yell at me. Tell me I suck. Send, you must be outside your mind. Yeah. Send me. Send me on a mile run. You know, yell in my face, go nuts, and I will, and then tell me to jump, and I'll say, how high, coach? Yes, sir, coach. How high, coach? What did you say? I said, we need a water break. You need a water break. Water is for cowards. Water makes you weak. Water is for washing blood off that uniform, and you don't get no blood on my uniform. Boy, you must be outside your mind. We are going to do up-downs until blue is no longer tired and thirsty. That is the kind of player I am. Terrible. Thoughtless. <laughs> who wants to be the kind of player who just says how high? Like, excuse me, coach. Why are we jumping? We're no. playing football. And I'm a lineman. <laughs> we don't have to jump that much. I just have to run into objects. Can I stop jumping? I'm developing no. muscles that are unnecessary for my game plan here. I am a coach's favorite kind of a person because i am coachable you know yeah is that what an actual coach said to you isn't that right yeah back in high school yes you were very coachable that i am coachable they said to you also probably rincon <laughs> they did call me rincon you're not the best athlete <laughs> you're not the fastest you don't jump the highest you're not very strong but you're coachable. That's <laughs> not what they said. So, cool. Excellent. Great. No. Okay. Well, I played volleyball for eight years and I was pretty good. Okay. That's fine. It's where I played basketball is where I didn't have, I didn't know how to play. And so, I don't know why they put me on the team. Rico, you might not <laughs> know how to play the game. <laughs> May not even know what sport we're playing right now, but darn it, <laughs> you're coachable. Yeah, get out there. Exactly. 
they sent me out yeah because i was coachable because i did what they asked me to do you want me to run down and shoot the ball and pass pass shoot done got it here it is whatever you want me to do yes coach whatever you want me to do coach i'll run as fast as you want me coach yes whatever you want me to do coach i'm there coach where's that what do you what do you need coach recon (laughs) you might be causing lots of fouls out there because you don't know the rules Maybe being penalized a lot because you don't dribble the ball and you keep trying to kick it. But darn it, you're coachable. Raquel, get in the game. We're down by 50 anyway. Because got a, we got a lot of coachable people out here, not a, not a lot of talented people. Go team. Anyway. Coachable on three. Coachable on three. One, two, three. Coachable. You're so coachable. <laughs> now talking to the microphone. <laughs> oh my god. See what I did there? I got it. Anyways, remember the Titans. We did that. Love that movie. It's four times yesterday. Mm-hmm. We went to a midnight mass. Right. We did a mass into New Year. So we were celebrating. We were doing, a, a father was doing the consecration. Right about the time. It was uh, literally you heard gunshots. She had the gunshots and uh, fireworks going off during consecration was kind of magical. <laughs> Felt like we were in the old catacombs. <laughs> except, for, <laughs> except for the guns. The explosions made. People were dying. <laughs> it's 11.30 p.m. New Year's Eve mass into New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, the, uh, for the solemnity. Mary... Mother of God. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the uh, it's uh, the solemnity of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Mother of God. Yeah, that's what we did. Then we came home, watched Remember the Titans. <laughs> now we played a couple of rounds of something with your sister. Uno. Yeah, she came to hang out with us. Yeah, which is enjoyable. And then. Uh, and then I watched Remember Remember the Titans twice. Twice, and then again. Uh-huh. During the day when you woke up. Right. And then again at your parents' house later that evening. Yes. It's too many times. Coach Boone, I need him to come and yell in my face. Uh, you know. That's weird, man. <laughs> so what okay. are your New Year's resolutions, friends? Hold on, hold on. What is your favorite part in that movie? My favorite part in the movie? Yeah. When the big dude's like... He comes in and his back, he's pretending like his jack, his back is all, oh, no. When they're all doing your mama jokes, and it's the first time Bertier's ever heard of your mama joke, it seems. And then uh, the big dude, I don't know what his name is, is, but he comes in and he's like, oh, my back. And everyone's like, hey, man, what's wrong? And he's like, I just gave Bertier's mama a piggyback ride. She's twice the size of me or something like that. That's a pretty good joke for a big dude to lay down, you know? Yeah. That's a good one. Um, I think I like all of the music. It's like very uh-huh. much my my style of music. It's like 60s folk rock slash folk music. Mm-hmm. It's got James Taylor. It's got uh, CCR. Mm-hmm. It's got all kinds of great music in there, you know? One of my favorite scenes is when Bertier... And I don't know, the smug looking guy come up to Coach Boone 
and tell him, we don't need your defense. We're already taken care of. We don't need this. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. <laughs> and then Coach Boone tells him, um, your daddy, essentially. <laughs> Whose team is this? This is your daddy's team. Whose team is it? And he's just like, my daddy's team. <laughs> that is the best part of the entire movie. Parents, are they here? We are. That's my mother. That's your mama? Mm-hmm. Very nice, I want you. Take a good look at her. Because once you get on that bus, you ain't got no mama no more. You got your brothers on the team. And you got your daddy. Now, you know who your daddy is, don't you? Gary, if you want to play on this football team, you answer me when I ask you, who is your daddy? Who's your daddy, Gary? Who's your daddy? You. Uh-huh. And whose team is this? Is this your team? Or is this your daddy's team? Yours. Mm-hmm. Get on the bus. Put your jacket on first. Right, friends, you've tuned in to the Remember the Titans podcast. <laughs> we are your number one source for Remember the Titans reenactments. Who are your favorite Remember the Titans characters? 25 minute podcast, pretty much about Remember the Titans, which is fine. Not 25 it's minutes of Remember the Titans. No, it's it was about 15 minutes, I guess. Jeez. Anyway, recode. <laughs> Gosh darn it. You may may not be very tall. (laughs) Not very fast. We got it, okay? (laughs) Gosh darn it, you're coachable. Get in there. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I hope your New Year's resolutions are going to go well. Do you guys have any New Year's resolutions? If you do, please come and share them with us. If you don't, if you think that New Year's resolutions are dumb, Maybe come and tell us sometimes that you failed because it's very clear. I think that you I have failed, failed almost you. every time. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I've ever nailed one. But I think the is there. Okay, let me ask you one more question before we take off. Is there? And we can leave this question to the audience also. Is there any merit to setting a goal that you fully intend to meet, but do not? Is there any merit to to setting goals that you, especially now, because we've been doing resolutions for a while, like humanity, right? Most of them don't do them. I, do you if, think there's merit to setting? If I set a goal, I'm pretty much going to reach my goal. So how are you going to measure holiness or grace filledness? I don't know, but because like you know, like if I'm like I'm, this is my goal to do this. I don't remember, it, and I truly take time and effort to do that. There hasn't been a goal that I haven't set that I have not accomplished. Can I give you some New Year's resolutions facts? Sure. Just for kicks. All right, so it's 40 to 45% of American adults set New Year's resolutions. Okay. Let's see here. What are you doing? Just looking. She's eating chocolates. <laughs> did you get? Did you know? Okay, so the top New Year's resolutions include weight loss, exercise, quit smoking, better money management. Uh-huh. It says by the second week of January, 25% of people have abandoned their resolutions. Wow. You know what? I, I think that number is low. <laughs> I feel <laughs> I like it's like low. 75%. I think yeah, it's been closer to 
Um, do you set resolutions, audience member, dear audience member? And is there any merit to setting a goal that you know you probably won't reach? Probably won't reach. Is there any merit to setting a goal you know you probably won't reach? Is it just the thought like, okay, I want to be a better person or a better version of myself? And is that enough? Probably not. I think it's encouraging to set a goal. Like set a goal. If you feel like you're, you know, you are at a place that you don't like right now in your state of life that you're in, then do something about it. Like there is no, I don't think there isn't anything wrong with setting goals, especially if it's prompted for you, like a New Year's resolution. Set goals. Do them. Set goals, people. Kill them. Do your goals. Rincon, (laughs) you may never reach the goals. (laughs) Gosh darn it, you sure do set them. Get out there. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's pretty good. New Year's resolutions. If you got them, share them with us. If you hate them, tell us why. 600-1181 in the 626 area code. 626-600-1181. You can call us, leave us a message there, like Belschnickel did at the beginning of this episode. Or you can text us or comment on anything on our Instagram. You know where to find us, friends. Thanks for tuning in to day six of the Cernocentric Podcast. We will see you again soon. No promises. Y'all have a good rest of your day, and remember your personal prayer. Take care, folks. See you later. Mm-hmm.